if you've been waiting for President Biden's student loan forgiveness program, we've got some new information for you. In August, the Biden administration announced a plan to forgive $10,000 of student loan debt for millions of borrowers. But up until now, details were light on how exactly the process and the application would work. Now we're learning some new details that are putting the plan into a bit more focus. Washington Post reporter Danielle Douglas-Gabriel joins us now with an update. Welcome to Reset, Danielle. Thanks for having me. So let's get into it. A White House official shared some details on a call with reporters yesterday. What did you find out? Yes. So essentially, the White House has been releasing a little information over the last week, just talking about what the application will look like when it comes out later this month, letting people know that they won't have to use what is known as a FSA ID. This is the federal student aid ID that you would normally log into your student loan account if mm-hmm. you wanted to go through the department. You won't have to use that. You also won't have to upload any documents to their site. The idea here behind this kind of bare bones approach is trying to prevent scammers from trying to get people's information and exploit the the program. Uh, Unfortunately, there wasn't much details on a firm release date on the application yet, but the White House assures that they will have uh, the application out in the next few weeks. Okay, so so that's our rough estimate then is it's it's in the next few weeks, which which is better than what we had before, I guess. Right, Danielle? Yeah, somewhat. <laughs> I mean, you know, I think all the people that I know who are anxiously waiting I to know. see what this form looks like and to apply would love to hear, oh, it's coming out tomorrow. For sure. And we're just not there yet. And you know, I you know, honestly, I think that some of the campaign to try to keep borrowers engaged and let them know this is coming is to combat the wave of lawsuits that we've seen filed in the last week to try to block this plan. There are now five active lawsuits, four of which were filed in the last week, and at least one of them, from what legal experts are telling me, has a pretty good chance of moving forward and potentially uh, imposing an injunction on this program in terms of being able to discharge debt. So I think the White House is trying to assure people, don't worry, we're going to get this done. But the reality of it is that this legal morass that's developing is still a real looming threat. So this handful of lawsuits, that's what's been the holdup then on these details, it sounds like. Well, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say that. I I think that there is a lot of... There's a lot that goes into this process, Mm -hmm. and some of it is still being determined, honestly, from what my sources are telling me. And getting the application up um, when the announcement was made would have been ideal, but I think the Department of Education had to work out a lot of the kinks with the White House as well. And so we're about a month out from when the, the president made the announcement. We still haven't quite had an application. So I think some of it is just bureaucracy, but also wanting to make sure that this is done in a way that kind of prevents and avoids further legal action. So there's a lot of there's a lot of kind of scrutiny of this program right now. And there's a lot of fear that it, you know, depending on how it's rolled out, it could create more problems. So I think the White House and the department are just being very cautious. It also sounds like they're just figuring this out as they go. (laughs) Pretty much. I, well, <laughs> some sources will, that I speak to will say yes. Others will say no. We are just, you know, the department is really just trying to be cautious and to be thoughtful of all of, you know, the complexities of student loans. The student loan program is exceedingly complex and has so many iterations, old bank-based loans, 
newer loans, and we're talking about more than 40 million people who have all these different situations that the program really and this this application and this relief has mm-hmm. to really account for. So I get the sense that, you know, the administration is trying to be thoughtful in that way. You mentioned this earlier, and we saw this with, with the pandemic relief program. Scammers, they're everywhere, right? So talk to us a bit more, Danielle, about what security will look like to ensure avoiding scams in this case. Yes. So I think, as, as I said earlier, the simple kind of bare bones approach is one of the ways to try to protect people's personal information from being uh, stolen by scammers. The administration also yesterday announced that it'll be working with states as well as other federal agencies to really ramp up data sharing and try to identify scams and shut them down before they could proliferate. We certainly saw a lot of scams in the student loan space popping up during the pandemic pause where people didn't have to make payments on their loans. But since the president's announcement, the FTC is saying they're seeing a huge spike. And a lot of it is just telling people the basics of the Department of Education and your servicer is not going to call you to tell you to apply for this program. They are not going to ask you to uh, give them money up front in exchange for helping you to get through the application. Any kind of call that people are receiving or texts that folks are receiving that are asking for your personal details or for payment, that's a scam mm-hmm. up front. I mean, it's it's a very tricky thing because there are a lot of people who signed up to get notified when the application uh, becomes live. And there is concern that perhaps some scammers will try to take advantage of that. But uh-huh. just be certain that the department is not, you know, they're they're making sure that anything that you receive from them has official letterhead, has a number you can call to verify that it's them. So just be on the lookout for that when the application gets live. Yeah, no, that these are really, really good tips. Um, I want to just talk logistics a little bit more based on what you know so far, which isn't much, but I, let's let's see here. After applying, Danielle, for, for loan forgiveness, is there any idea yet as to how long until the actual debt is gone? Once you apply four to six weeks, four to four six, six weeks. weeks is what we're being told. Okay. That hasn't changed to my knowledge. Um, also, you know, the White House is encouraging people to apply before November 15th so that they could have their loans or reduced or for completely forgiven in the case of about 20 million people mm-hmm. uh, before the student loan pause ends at the end of December. Yeah. That is the goal to try to get as many people out before student loan payments um come back into effect. I'm glad you mentioned November 15th. Can you talk us through any other important dates you think people should know? Well, I I mean, not quite so much for the application, but just for the legal aspect is that there is supposed to be a hearing um, on October 12th, I believe, to see whether or not a federal judge is going to allow for this preliminary injunction. That injunction would prevent the department and the White House from discharging any loans. Now, of course, with legal cases, it could continue on. People can appeal and drag this out, but it wouldn't. Uh, if the department is successful in beating back this injunction, then they can start to process the discharges. As and I would remind a lot of your um, listeners that while there's an application process for the vast majority of people who are eligible for this, the department does have the information for about eight million people who will receive automatic loan forgiveness because their income data is on file. Okay. So just that, that all of those things are important. I think if you recently filled out a FAFSA for financial aid uh, and you're like a, a sophomore junior already taking some loans, 
the department likely has your income information. If you've recently updated your certification for income-driven repayment, also the department likely has your income data. So you may be a part of that first 8 million wave uh, that would get forgiveness. I'm just thinking about the fact that we are, what, a week now into October, and they want folks to yeah. fill out an application that they don't have yet by November 15th, <laughs> even if the application uh, comes yeah. out, well, even if the application comes out in the next week, Danielle, just, this just sounds like a short window, no? It, I mean, it is a short window, but, you know, if all goes well uh, from the department and from the White House's standpoint in terms of being able to beat back all of these legal challenges and such, people will have a year uh, of, of which they can apply. But I think, you know, politically, there there's some real challenges of, of, afoot. Um, if the Republicans were to take the House, and uh, I, I'm pretty certain that they're going to challenge this policy, mm -hmm. and they probably would have standing, and they possibly could get a judge to impose an injunction. And that could be a real monkey wrench in the program. So I think that's also a part of the calculation of trying to get people to apply as quickly as possible before January. Yeah. So that's something to consider. But they do. People will have a year um, once the once the program once the application goes live and the program rolls out. Well, before I let you go, tell us where should people be watching then for for further details. Studentaid.gov. Um, it is a site that I have bookmarked. <laughs> I, <laughs> I looked bet. at it. I, I really would encourage readers to. I mean, listeners to um, sign up to be notified and get an email immediately alerting you to the application coming out and just pay attention to that and not listen to the scammers, not listen to the phone calls, not listen to people telling you that they can help you apply. You don't need to. It's free. It should be easy if everything goes well, and hopefully the process won't take too long. Awesome. That was Danielle Douglas-Gabriel, higher education reporter for The Washington Post. Thank you, Danielle. Thank you.